0: Hello. hello and welcome to the podcast Hello, december 4 march 14th and we're here at the dollars a goulash, <laughs> and here we go
1: yeah welcome to the podcast the most random podcast on all the internet
2: hello and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm Patrick Mann your host for this evening. Uh, I've got a good uh, a good two guests here two of my uh, close pals great friends uh, great compadres, good work work buddies and um, just great all-around dudes. Good to boy. my right Mr. T sent himself Tyler Mullen. say hello Todd.
3: hello how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you?
2: I'm doing just fine. And to my left. Uh, the one and the only the man needs no introduction so I'm not going to give him one. Hello, my name is Dr. Kenny Shatner. Hey, Dr. Kenny Shatner. How are you doing? Hi. Great. How are you? Doing pretty well. Shatner. 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 Uh, it's almost like Shatner. <laughs> almost like Shatner. It's close, but not it's not quite Shatner. Shatner. So um, so what's new in uh, in the world of you both? I mean, have you guys been uh, you guys gone golfing lately or anything? What's what's the uh, what's the haps? I have not been golfing lately. Nor have I. No. Okay. Swimming? Yes. <laughs> How's that been going? It's cold. It is cold. A lot of a uh, lot of cold times here in the uh, in the winter of 2015.
3: Yeah. Um, how do you think that happens? Uh, just weatherman. Yeah. The weatherman. The weatherman. Does he tell you that it's cold? He does. Yeah. How do you think they gather their information? They don't. No. They, it's just all. You think they're liars?
2: Oh, yeah. What do you think, Dr. Kenny? No opinion. No opinion? Who's your favorite weatherman of all time? Allison Chinchar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know Allison Chinchar. She's now working uh, in the greater Atlanta area. I heard that. I see her a lot on my television <laughs> and think of you for all those years that you crush on her when she was in uh, this town uh, in Chattanooga. We are broadcasting live from the Red Room tonight. Not sure if I mentioned that at the top of the broadcast, but Woo. we are live in our uh, newly renovated uh, Red Room. I was about to say. Yeah, very newly renovated. Uh, fancy new, uh, fancy new equipment. Fancy new chips. Not sure where these came from, but they seem uh, extra, state of the art. Ex- <laughs> state of the art chips. And um, we're just having a good time hanging out. Um, this is actually um, being broadcasted over the newly launched PatCast Radio. Tyler, have you been listening to PatCast Radio? Yes. Man, what do you uh, what do you think about that?
3: It's awesome.
2: Yeah. I'd say it's probably the greatest thing that's ever happened. I thoroughly enjoy listening to it.
3: uh, You lead a very boring life, sir.
2: I know, I know, but that's just what I do. I've put a lot of time and work into the CatCast radio Been building it and making it it the success it's become. Did you hear that it was a success?
3: I did. Yeah, people were saying that. They were. I saw it all over this uh, one Twitter account. Yeah, which one? Uh, At... Pat-cast. The podcast. Yeah. Don't forget the It's the most at important part. At the podcast. That's right.
2: At the podcast. Yeah. Um, if you've been listening to podcast radio, please let us know. Use hashtag podcast radio and let us know your thoughts on the service. You can even request a song by saying, "Hey, I'd like to hear blank," and then tag us at the podcast.
0: You don't have to use that specific verbiage. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah.
2: You can use it, we'll use it whatever you want, uh, but we'll probably play it. Dr. Kenny, you've uh, you've actually got a show coming up this week. Yeah, dude. Playing some of your favorite songs. Yeah. Are you getting excited about that? Yes. Can you give us a taste of what of some artists? Someone you know that if they're listening and they want to tune into your show, what what will they what will they might hear on your uh, your little episode?
0: Yeah, I hear a lot of ween.
2: Hmm. Are you familiar with ween?
0: Ween, Yes. Are they your favorite artist that starts with the letter W? No. They're not even his favorite artist that starts with a W-E-E. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite band is Wiener. Wiener? Yes. Mm. We, which, um, which is Weezer with the Z turned on its side.
2: Right. You know, I'm probably going to tune in. I'm going to sit back, relax, pop open a cold one, turn on Pac Radio, listen to Dr. Kenny Shelton off, spit some knowledge at us, and play some good tunes. Well, I won't be DJing. Oh. no, well, we'll just play some good tunes, then.
3: I just,
0: I just put in some requests. Basically... It's a request show where I'm the only one allowed
2: to make requests. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what Pack-Ass Radio is. You're going to be seeing a lot more shows just like this one coming up from all your favorite uh, Pat Panel guests, including Tyler Mullins. Tyler, you think you're going to have your own show on Pack-Ass Radio or what? It's, it's.
3: I mean, that, that has to happen.
2: Yeah, and what would one might hear if they tuned into your radio show?
3: They'll just have to tune in and find out.
2: I like that. That's what we call a tease.
3: Well, you sir. RTs.
2: Oh, um, we've got a lot of exciting stuff, though, coming up. We've got many guests returning to the podcast this month, including Brian Bice. Bonjour. Brian Bice has become come quite the regular here on the podcast. We'll be excited to have him back on. We'll also have Joey the Watson Watson. And if we're really, really lucky, we'll have Brian Bice and Joey the Watson Watson talking about Batman. Batman. All right. So the Oscars were last month. <laughs> Dr. Kenny, did you watch those? I love the Oscars. Yeah.
0: I always like the Oscars. By the way, I love the Oscars because the, the, the E mm-hmm. does their live from the red carpet, which mm-hmm. is an Oscars pre show. Mm-hmm. But before that, they had the countdown to live on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there were several levels to this event. And I like any event that gets treated like that, like with way more pomp and circumstance than it probably deserves. I like it when people overreact.
2: So you're an E man when it comes to Oscars. I'm a what? An E man. That's what they call people who watch E. Is that you're an E man? Is you're that an, an industry E-man. term? Yeah, you're an
0: E man. E man. I guess so. I'll uh, I'll embrace that.
2: So were you happy with the winner of Best Picture, Birdman? Yeah, very much so. Did you see Birdman? Yeah, I did. And you really enjoyed Birdman? I loved it. What was your favorite part about the movie? Without any spoilers.
0: Uh <laughs> I just like, uh, I like Michael Keaton. I've always liked Michael Keaton. Man,
2: yeah, what's your favorite Michael Keaton it, role? It's
0: weird because he's not yeah. in a ton of movies. Like, no, he's not. You don't see seen that. I um, go, Jack I, Frost? Like, he's, the, he's this huge, <laughs> he's this huge name in Hollywood. Like, everybody knows who Michael Keaton is. And then I go look at his filmography, and I'm just like, I feel like there's not that much here. Like, yeah. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of these, and I don't know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. But I like Michael Keaton, so I'm not sure why I like Michael Keaton, but...
2: He's
3: just a good I'm man. Well I'm sure right. he
0: did something in the past that... Batman. He was in that one movie with uh, Andy Garcia where he played uh, that murderer or whatever He was trying to kill his kid. And he has that crazy scene where he's in... push uh, 11? Where he's in jail. Like, he's getting surgery or something. And he's in jail and he, like, swallows that. He, like, ties dental floss around his tooth and swallows that. You know what I'm talking about? Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's... Mm. <laughs> <not today>. That's the <laughs> one. I, I didn't see a whole lot of the Oscars. I did see the Lonely his performance. But yeah. I think it's awesome.
3: With... With was Will Arnett was- as
2: Batman.
3: <laughs> you say it was Will Arnett. It was totally Will Arnett. You can't prove it.
2: It could just be Batman.
3: It was great. Yeah. It was good. I really want a Lego Oscar. Yeah. because us make one. Alright. I can make one. Uh, we can make one.
2: Yeah, what'd I say? What about an <laughs> Oscar? I
3: can make one. <laughs> it's the royal eye. What
2: about an Oscar Bluth? Oscar. Yeah. I didn't see much of the Oscars. I wasn't there. So I can't comment much on it, but... You wasted you were, our press packs? <laughs> you weren't there? No, they, they were... We oh, you sent, gave it to Taylor we Newman? We sent waffnuts to the Oscars. Oh, Christ.
3: <laughs> Hopefully he'll <laughs> be would. here later to no, tell us not, about I it. I
2: could not attend. A, How had come, had come we haven't seen ago. this footage yet? Um, Probably because there was no footage.
0: <laughs> Did he get any good
2: interviews? He went backstage, yeah. from what I can tell. Yeah. He hung out with... What's that, uh, what's that country singer? He hangs out with Glenn Campbell. No, <laughs> don't you remember a couple months ago he tweeted? Oh, he was, Jason, Alde- Jason Aldean. Jason <laughs> Aldean. He was hanging out with Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. Yeah. At the Oscars, because um, am I confusing Jason Aldean? I think I'm confusing Jason Aldean with Tim McGraw, who sang a Glenn Campbell song. Yes, he did. And how was that? Was it "Rhinestone Cowboy"? Uh, no. Well, that's I unfortunate. Yeah. So Woffnotz was at the Oscars. He was supposed to live tweet. He was supposed to do. He he was supposed to do a lot of stuff. He's still there, actually.
0: Did, did we not pay for a return? No, him? no, so he,
2: we don't know where he is. We're going to text him. If you have seen Waffnots, feel free to tweet us. Use the hashtag, where's Wafnots. All right, we have been uh, recently joined by two more guests along here with me and Dr. Kenny and Tyler. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brian Bice and Joey the Watson Watson to the studio. Oh. Hey, guys. Hello, everybody. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Tired. Tired? What, what makes you Tired. I
4: just got done at the gym. Ah, well, that was it. So, yeah, Monday, MWF, Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my gym days. Mm. And Tuesdays and Thursdays, I always walk around with this feeling of like, so technically I'm stronger than I was 24 hours ago, but it hurts to do anything. Which begs the question. What's the point? <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's a valid, valid question. Yeah. Where do you where do you go? The wife, downtown. Me too. What? I'm there on Mondays and Wednesdays. Oh, what, what
3: time? time?
5: Uh five thirty
4: to eight. I go I got at like eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a night person. Yeah. Um pop put, put my kid in the child care down there. Yeah. And when I carry her in there it's easy.
5: Yeah.
4: And I go down and pick her up afterwards. And um, and it hurts. Yeah, I think this whole working out thing is a scam.
2: Is it, is it not working out?
4: No, it's not working out for me. I think it really good to me is that I picked some stuff up and put it back down right where I found it. So it's like I, I've literally accomplished I doing right now. I've uh, I've accomplished nothing except hurt myself. Right. You know. Yeah. I should I should just go to like a coal mine or something. No, like work you don't on the want railroad. The black oh yeah, yeah, railroad then. Yeah. Then I'd, I'd learn to sing good songs there and I'd know. actually build things. That's there racist. <laughs> How's that racist? People are still building railroads, right? By hand. Does that still happens? <laughs> it is. Sure. Yeah. All the time. There's a booming railroad industry. <laughs> Have you not seen Inside Hell on second. Wheels? <laughs> it's going to change the
3: change the country.
1: They're
5: making leaps and bounds on Hell on Wheels. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Right. Yeah.
3: I haven't either, but I really
4: want to.
5: Oh, you're missing out, my friend. I
4: believe out. it I'm not I'm avoiding it, avoiding it. We're, we're in the golden age of TV which is wonderful mm-hmm. it just means that it's too much so much good stuff to watch so uh,
2: Parks and Rec what did everybody
4: think of the finale I liked all the all the jokes i sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sad yeah
2: especially
3: when when you know yeah
4: and then Ben and then Ben <laughs> looked fun. at looked at the camera at the, yeah. we looked at the camera I like that and yeah. I was like but no but that part at the end when it was three years later and he didn't look at the camera yeah and I was like, what? look at the... <clears throat> I really wanted waffles. From J.J. Yeah. Stoner. At least that was whipped cream. Did
2: you enjoy John Cena's cameo?
5: I did. It was fantastic. <laughs> okay. I loved that episode. <laughs> that was good. I thought it was great. Yeah, was I good. mean,
4: it was a throwaway episode, but I thought it was yeah. awesome. It was, a, it, it was a, yeah. throwaway, but, but a throwaway, but Parks and Rec throwaway episodes are still yes. pretty still high classic. quality. Yeah. Especially, the, uh, I, I love when a... A show gets to the point when they can kind of just coast on their characters for a minute. Right. It's just that you love them so much that you, you kind of watch them do anything.
5: But I like this show because at first the main character was Leslie Nope. But after a while, they all became main characters
4: in a way. Parks and Rec is a really... The office. yeah. No,
5: not The Office. The Office after Michael Scott left. You don't think Jim was a main character on the office? Yeah, he was well before
4: he was. Michael. Left? D- well, D- <laughs> Dwight's evolution was was the most interesting in that show. Like he but by the end you were kind of like his his joyful reunion with um uh-oh Angela. Angela was like was <laughs> uh, that was a problem? Was was one of the that's one of the best moments and like that was Dwight. Yeah. That was like that yeah. character that was just a whipping boy for Jim for so long
2: no But a lot like, more but think... a lot they were all i mean they all became main characters but a lot of the like lower tier people on the show became they had bigger roles the yeah they yeah. they
4: were given arcs and stuff i i think partial record is a great study in kind of how you where you have to start with characters which yeah. is stock characters like yeah. when you when you meet ron in the first episode you're like so this is like a prototype um, Jack ripoff from 30 Rock kind of thing or what but then like within a couple episodes he whittles down until he's something complete and like every character did that every yeah. character was a stock character yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one great thing change that they did which I w- uh, is awesome I was reading about this is that Leslie looks at the camera a lot in the first season but by like season 3 and she, from then on she literally never looks at the camera yeah she doesn't do those takes and the creators were talking about how they they did that because they realized she's the only character that truly never her actions and her intentions are uh, always totally like she's always who she is like there's no difference between her there's no guile so that she has no reason to do those takes to the camera because if she thinks something she'll just say it you know right. okay. yeah yeah it's yeah. great
2: I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I didn't style
4: The dial was my... Yeah. The dial? Dial. The dial. <laughs> Strong <laughs> argument. It's
2: a great, great, uh, great show, Parks and Rec. Sensitive Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, live on in our hearts.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Minds. N-R-D-B-Rs, and our DVRs. And DVRs. Forever.
4: I love you and I like you, Parks and Rec. Yeah.
2: Well, what was your favorite character on the show,
4: Brian? I mean, it's it's got... It, it, it just... Mark
0: the answer is Mark. Mark Daniels
4: <laughs> who was on there for 2 seasons. No. Brand
3: <laughs>
4: I think it has to be Ron. Just not not to disparage any other character cuz there I mean it's it's not by a wide margin but that performance is just so there's so much stillness and all his so most of his jokes are so minor in their delivery and mm-hmm. i mean he, he, that character just never failed to make me laugh out loud you know mm-hmm. he's got so much control i loved how most just his face was stoned for so many of his scenes i, I just yeah. think he's so great yeah no,
2: you, Dr. Wow, what was your favorite character on the show the
4: sewage joe <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great Did you not not think like Hugh Jackman's cousin every time you saw that character? Kirk Fox? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love Kirk Fox.
4: Yeah. No.
5: (laughs) 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 Joey. (laughs) Favorite (laughs) character? That's a tough one. Because each character has like its own merit. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's. it's, Is an easier question, least favorite character? No, because even then, I mean, you got. You could just pick you know, the least favorite, and you could always just say right. Gary Jerry. <laughs> Whatever his name is for the week. Yeah. But that would just be playing along with the show, because how can you hate him?
3: Totally fair, guys. It's hysterical. Totally fair. Uh, what was the question? Who's your favorite character on The Office?
2: Yeah. Favorite.
3: Uh, who's, your, <laughs> who, who's your favorite character on M.A.S.H.? That one guy in the army. <laughs> the one who was the in army. the army, yeah.
2: G.I. Joe.
3: April <laughs> like <laughs> April's, April's wow. pretty great.
5: See, I mean, she's she's up there with with Andy well, that's, and that's Ryan. just because
3: Aubrey Plaza's is a fox. But yeah, but I feel like she plays the same role in any movie,
4: yes yeah, or does. show. Yeah, but no. Part, no. The, which part, leads
3: me to believe that that's her. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, she doesn't.
5: I don't. I don't feel like she. I was looking for an argument, Joey. There was one movie. I'm horrible with names. And, um, <laughs> that's a title. No. No. Oh. That's not it. That sounded like a good movie, <laughs> <laughs> but she, it was with one of the guys from the league.
3: Of Shadows. No safety, not guaranteed. Yes. Oh, I don't. I don't. That movie is awesome. I don't um,
5: feel like she played the same character in that movie. Nah, no,
3: she's pretty close. Yeah, it was pretty close. Was it? She was yeah. a little more.
4: It's it's the same. She was a little more enthusiastic,
3: but but it was only about something. Yeah. What about super about, weird? She was jaded about pretty much everything. What
4: about else? the one about
2: sex? The to do list. To do list. Anybody see that? No. First
0: of all, I, I just going so. to say I got my Arby Plaza movies on lock.
2: <laughs> 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 the to-do list. I saw the to-do list. She was a little different,
4: though. Yeah, to-do list was weird. I think Parks and Rec's best accomplishment yeah. is that the love story, the central love story, got better once they got together, which is the opposite of what happens in most TV shows. Usually when the main... Will they, won't, will they, won't they pair, get together, there's a lot of tension that's dissolved and a lot of the great stuff about the show. It's like with uh, New Girl, when they fired yeah. that pistol, yeah. since then it's been like, I don't know, I don't know what to do now, yeah. you know? But once Ben and Leslie got together, them as a team is was the source of such great material, you right. know, better, even better than their we wish we were together material. Right. And that's, uh, that's a rare accomplishment, I love yep. that.
2: Coming up next, we are going to have a uh, big discussion, which you will find out right after this.
1: Like a proper thing of a yo-yo. The podcast comes back. More after this next thing. Oh, well, hello there. My name is Dan Dirksen, and I make some of the finest whiskey that anyone has ever tasted this side of Nebraska. You see, I make my whiskey straight, from all kinds of elements that I just can't reveal in a commercial like this. The Dan Dirksen recipe is a family-kept secret going back 16 generations to my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, great Papa Donald Dirksen. Please pick up a bottle of some 100,000-proof Dan Dirksen whiskey at your local liquor store. May your days be merry and your nights be Dirksen. Dan Dirksen. This is the podcast. The podcast Waking up the screwball on all of us
2: and putting to bed those filthy rumors of horseradish. And we're back. I promised a big discussion before the break. Um, we've been talking about Parks and Rec, a little bit of the office. So now we're going to have one of our big debates, taking a little vote. Parks and Rec versus The Office. Which one is better?
0: The yeah, Office. I thought you were moving toward fracking.
2: <laughs> 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 nope. That's Starting it. with Tyler, which show? The Office. Pick? Office, why?
3: Okay. I didn't no, know that was going to be part of the. I didn't
2: either. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be someone. You
0: can so the same reaction. Like like, Why? I mean, tell her just went. <laughs> okay,
4: yeah. uh, because it's better.
3: Okay.
4: Brian? Compelling. Uh, so. Parks and Rec, without hesitation. Now, I love The Office. <laughs> yeah. Tyler has He's gotten out. up.
3: They're a real sack of shit, but.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I recently rewatched recently over the last couple of months, you know, uh getting ready for the Parks and Rec final season. I, I watched all Parks and Rec, and before that I rewatched all the office.
2: See, I need to do that. I've re watched the office recently, so that's why my vote'll have to go to the office. Only because I've not gone back and watched everything all the way through with Parks and Rec. And I need to do that. So it's hard for me to, to give a, a fair I especially now that you know now we've seen all of Parks and Rec. I yeah, need to go back and watch all. Yeah, of this. so it's hard to go ahead and have this
4: discussion. I expect that when you watch, when you rewatch Parks and Rec, and you get all the way into the final season, you'll realize that there was never uh, uh, a desert of weak seasons. Right. You know? Season one and season two. Which, which you can say about just about. Uh, certainly, you can say about the Office. Do you remember the season one of Office? Season one, yeah. It's, but season two was, was fantastic. Really but. I, I, I don't think you can call season two of Parks and Rec weak at all. No, but it, it just doesn't March, have yes. the same... Season two of Parks as and Rec it's not It's not as good as the later seasons. Right. Three's not as good as two, or uh, two's not as good as three. Three's not as good as four. Four's not, the, my point is that this show has, has accumulated character and, and kept on rolling very consistently to, to the point that when you reach the end of the penultimate season and they did that great time jump, they're like these guys aren't aren't out of steam at all. Like they're that. I just think that that Parks and Rec never had a a, a renaissance season where like now we're back on our feet because they they never lost it. So I think that's admirable. Very admirable.
5: And I think The Office kind of did did that with season nine. <laughs> it was kind of like it's okay, we're back. Mm-hmm. Okay,
4: I told and, and and I loved it. Yeah, I totally agree. But those seasons before that is why I think right. Parks and Rec beats it.
5: Yeah. I was going to say Parks and Rec, just for rewatchability, because <laughs> I catch myself going back and rewatching Parks and Rec way more. I used to watch The I Office a lot, mm-hmm. but I, I I went back and rewatched the entire series, and I've since then watched Parks and Rec three
2: times through. Wow.
3: That's because there's not as many episodes. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, only,
2: I'm only going with The Office, because as I said before, I need to go back and rewatch Parks and Rec. I've not, not gone and rewatched it since it started. So, get back to me here in like a month.
3: I'll ask you again.
2: Yeah, ask me again.
3: What oh, well, in one, one month from today.
2: Yeah. But right now, we're tied. Dr. Kinney here mm. is the tiebreaker. The Office of Parks and Recreation.
0: Uh, the answer's easy for completely different reasons, but it's Parks Perfect. and Rec. It's okay. Parks and Rec. But I feel the exact opposite way that I think both of you do about Parks and Rec. <laughs> I thought Parks and Rec was dynamite from the first episode. And I've loved it, and I think for me personally, it's gotten worse every episode since then. Mm-hmm. The episodes, and I haven't watched the final season at all, so I'm reserving judgment on that. But
5: we can watch; it. I've got them all right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're gonna go out
0: to Joe's car. Right. Right. <laughs> Parks and Rec
2: break. <laughs>
1: And we're
0: back. <laughs> Five <laughs> hours later. Yeah, exactly. All right, so they swung up their
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They redeemed themselves. the John Stevens. Pretty good. Um, it was John <laughs> Pretty good.
0: But yeah, I've, I have I fell in love. My favorite episode of Parks and Rec is a six-way tie for every episode in the first season. Hmm. I think the first season of Parks and Rec is absolutely perfect. Um, and then I love the second season, too. And then... See, I've always had a problem with... I think a lot of sitcoms tend to do this where over time, like you're saying, when each character kind of becomes their own person, I think a lot of times writers tend to write their characters as characters of themselves. I think Ron Swanson started off brilliant and has turned into this ridiculous parody of Ron Swanson, and I don't love that, but I still like the show equally as much, it's just. Well, it goes in an opposite direction. <laughs> sure.
4: And I, I, I really do recognize that, that like that they've they've turned the volume up on yeah. a lot of characters, Ron probably more than anybody. Yeah. And it's totally subjective for me that it just consistently works. Right. Like I just love it all. Exactly. Um and that and I that's fair. Uh, one of one, one thing I I think that also sets the office sets Parson Rec apart from the office, see what you think about this, is that Parson Rec has little moments where they make like I think that's stupid. <laughs> 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 All right. Tyler's probably right. <laughs> David, Tyler, you win again. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> no, I think that's good. I think that's the segment. <laughs> Absolutely is the segment.
0: Oh, I will say one thing about The Office real quick. The only reason The Office isn't above Parks and Rec is because I had a super love-hate relationship with The Office there were moments when I thought it was like the war show on television, and then other moments where I was like, man, this show's great. Like, I remember why I watched this show, you know? The Office, I constantly had breaks, and then I would see a great episode. I'd be like, oh, I need to go catch up. It was sort of that. So. Yeah. That my- level of inconsistency is the only thing that
4: throws me off. See, we agree on that. Yeah. Like the- mm-hmm. Parks and Rec never did that. Right, true. Mm-hmm. I was going to say value statements. Parks and Rec has plot lines and, and, and episodes and brief little moments where they actually make politically significant statements.
0: The thing that made me fall in love with Parks and Rec, yeah. well, not initially, the thing that I guess kept me in love with mm-hmm. Parks and Rec was the basic, like very superficial structure of the show where each episode had some very logical city project they were working on, Yeah. and the writers used it perfectly to tell mm-hmm. the whatever story the characters were involved in. Absolutely. And I've, I fucking loved how structurally sound each episode was. It's like, hey, we're doing the summer catalog, or hey, we're doing... Right. We, each, every episode, like, it, it, the early on, over time, it okay. got a little more serialized. Mm-hmm. Storylines stretched out over the course of the season, but... But it was, it was just, it was... There
4: was always a clearly defined goal. Yeah. Superficially Yeah. Goal, Which drives was, things so, so nice. It keeps yeah. things tight really yeah. nicely. Yeah. Which um, is
5: what I don't think this season really has. They've, they've tried to wrap everything up, but I just don't feel like... It's like, a character went this direction, and then last episode, or the... Second to last episode, I was like, they just kind of stopped talking about it. And I was like, what happened to it? Right. So, I
3: don't know. I think you're all crazy. (laughs) And I disagree with every one of you. And I don't respect any of your opinions. But you'll defend to the death our right to... Absolutely not. (laughs) Batman is awesome. Batman (laughs) rules.
4: There we
5: go. Do Do we agree on that one? Ben dresses
4: Batman in the right? He did. And then, and then cried in a suit. But, <laughs> but <true>. come, <laughs> on. Yeah, come on. Come <laughs> on.
0: I will say, I think that might have been the only episode of Parks and Rec that I kind of hated. Uh, oh, the the treat treat yourself? Yourself. treat yourself. I think it's because it felt like such a forced catchphrase. And then when, like, Tyler and Matt picked it up, like, very quickly, and I was just like, I can't believe this caught up. Like, <laughs> know, man, this is working. it like,
4: well, was so treat bad. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, it's such a forced thing, but that's, that's, that's Donna and, um, yeah, yeah, that's them. Yeah. They're the ones. I don't know why I can't do it. <laughs> I blame Tyler and Matt
0: more than I blame the writers
4: of <laughs> Which is which usually the, the right
3: move. Sonic Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good one. I did not
5: like his second live comedy he, DVD he, it as opposed yeah. to his first one.
3: Though, one was it. His third one. I like this third one. I haven't seen that one. one.
5: Yeah. When did it come out? It kind of rebound a little bit. I don't know, this was like about a year ago, but I liked it better than the second one, but the first one's by far. The first yeah. one's perfect. The it was awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Well,
3: Have seen one? the Nick Offerman one on Netflix? Yes. Yes. Not, yes. I American Hand. It's so good. Absolutely. I Has anybody read it. his book? No. no. I can't. Did Walmart. you? I can't yeah. find
2: it. It's yeah. on my shelf. Oh, why don't you read an excerpt from it?
3: I'll, um later
4: <laughs> okay. I've, read, I've read i've read yes please i saw this great behind the scenes bit with the writers where they he was filming a scene where he had to eat he had to eat something his kid well swanson eats like a huge burger or something very quickly in a scene and um nick offerman is so much like swanson oh, yeah. Yeah. that the line blurs sometimes so the director they did a take and was like okay um Nate, for this next take, Ron needs to eat it in one, like, in basically in one bite. Right. And Offerman looked at the director and he says, I, I can't do that. And they're like, oh, yeah, because you're a human. Like, they they just, they forgot that he actually doesn't do all the things that Swanson does. It's good.
2: My favorite part's in the next thing that makes me lose it every time is when he, he, when Ron Swanson's getting a shoe shine. Yeah. He makes the noise. <laughs> the bunion. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and, and Andy's like, and
1: he cuts to Andy's like, you know, the interview with him. And he's just like,
2: "What the? That's my. I think that's my favorite. I don't know why. Every time I go back and watch it, he's just like, and Ron's like, I don't know. He's like, sounds. I think that
0: that's another one. I think Andy over time got so dumb. Yeah. But there at the beginning, I think he was so. They wrote him so cleverly stupid. Yeah. Like he was retarded about the most. Perfect things—that
4: stuff you would just never
0: yeah. you know, piece together. Like he wasn't the typical, you know, TV idiot. Yeah. I think he approached that later on,
4: but he's one of those awesome TV characters that was written into the pilot. Yeah. As someone who would depart quickly, right? And they're yeah. like, nope, keeping him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now look where he is,
5: Star-Lord. Star
4: Lord.
2: Star Lord. Star Lord. Jurassic Park. Or is or is it it Jurassic. No. Jurassic. Jurassic. I still,
4: I still can't watch that, that trailer. Awesome. That yeah, I still can't yeah. watch that. Jurassic Park 4 trailer. Like, it's going to, I don't know, it's going to be a while before... That your cook up. Like, <laughs> like, that's probably not a good idea. Like, that's that's Burt Macklin to me. Like, it's going to be a while before you yeah, can play yes. that kind of super serious <laughs> yeah. badass from me just not snicker. I will say
5: that trailer, though, made me want to go back and rewatch the first Jurassic Park. Because when they start the, the yeah. theme at the end, they mm-hmm. just bring in that piano key and I'm just like, damn it, where's Jurassic you know, Park? Let's watch it.
4: You know that, like, two-hour... Super slowed down version of the Jurassic Park yes. theme. That's yeah. still on my work playlist. I still listen to that. It's so there. good, it's <laughs> out of this world. Yeah, I
2: forgot all about that. It's, it's
4: it's it's great. Let's
2: play it. All right. This has been a, an episode of the Paccast live here for the first time on PackCast Radio. Wait, Wait this you- was live? It sounded- yeah. <laughs> it sounded like the Parks and Rec. The, the Parks and rec. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening here at patcastradio.com. You can listen to our episodes on demand over at Mixcloud, or you can just listen to them live on the air on Patcast Radio.
3: You're listening, You're listening to the heedless rambling of Patrick and his friends, better known as the Patcast Cast Crew Cast. On the next Patcast.
2: Hello. Dr. Kenny just finished a rousing game of chess. Yep was that?
0: <laughs> well, Patrick, when you're playing chess in an oriental setting where the city don't know what the city is getting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I like to try to get my kicks above the waistline.
2: Well, who wouldn't? Sunshine. Oh, what a great nickname for someone. What's your favorite song of the 80s? Of the 80s? Yep. Favorite song. Hey. If you had to pick one. Hey. By, by the Pixies. That's solid. That's a good pick.
0: Actually, that's not true. We're well, here to stop making sense come out. Trump like
2: 79 or is that in the eighties? Might have been
0: eighties. Well, if this must be the place you know. came out in the eighties, then it did. Okay. It absolutely
2: did. Yes, then did.
0: This must be the came place like is my two, two.
2: favorite song. Yeah. So it's not one night in Bangkok. No. Is that in your top five? Of the eighties? Yep. No. Top
0: ten? I don't think it's ranked.
2: But if you had to rank it and estimate where you're ranking it.
0: Somewhere below Cry.
2: Well, I figured that'd be in your top five. Actually, it probably (laughs) is.
1: It's gotta be. But it's still below. Yeah. What a song. I mean,.